Can you make tea out of mulberry leaves? Mulberry tea is a common herbal infusion in Japan, and I've heard that it tastes very similar to green tea. In this episode, we're going to taste some mulberry tea and see how it compares to the real deal. Let's get started. Okay, so we have something new to try today. This is actually not a type of tea at all. It is made from uh, Japanese mulberry leaves. Um, so this is a concept that was first introduced to me when I visited the farmer Mr. Kawaji um, in southern Japan. And um, I learned that not only was he harvesting tea on his fields, but also uh, mulberry leaves. And he processed them in a similar way to Essentia, for example, to make this, um, I'm going to call it a, an herbal tea. Um, you can also call it a tisan if you'd like. Um, and if you've seen the last video we posted on a matcha or Japanese sweet tea, you'll know that I'm kind of searching around for an herbal infusion that can replace green tea because green tea has a lot of caffeine in it and I'm looking for something that I can drink in the evening time um, that has like a similar taste to green tea or you know maybe just another taste that I enjoy. So this is a candidate that's been often recommended to me and that's you know mulberry tea leaves kind of uh, steamed rolled dried in a similar way to what you would have with a sencha. Um, the leaves actually don't look too dissimilar from a sencha. I would say the stems are maybe a little bit thinner, a little bit darker, and there's a bit more of them. Um, but yeah, if you if you showed this to me and said it was a sencha, I mean, I'd kind of maybe take your word for it. If I looked a little bit more closely, I would notice that the stems are a bit different, the veins of the leaves are a little bit different. So there are some differences between this and Essentia, but overall the leaves look pretty similar. So let's go ahead and put in about five grams into the teapot. I'm using a little bit of a different teapot um, because I, I have another teapot I really like that's an unglazed clay, but I don't want to um, season it with mulberry flavor. Um, so then it's going to affect my Japanese tea brewing. I'm going to go ahead and use uh, 70 degrees Celsius water which I've been using for other herbal infusions. Um, I think in general these can stand up to a slightly higher temperature. So I'm just going to treat this like a sencha. I think it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting experiment. Brew it with a very similar uh, leaf to water ratio. Brew it with uh, similar temperature water and um, the brewing time of one minute and just kind of see how this compares to the flavor of a typical sencha. Um, for those of you who don't know, sencha is uh, the most common type of Japanese green tea and it's simply made by tea leaves that have been picked, steamed, rolled, and then dried. And there's a bunch of different variations there depending on how the tea is grown, how it's picked, uh, when it's picked, and then also how it's processed after it's, after it's picked. So steaming, uh, rolling, um, you know, subtle differences in the production and the growing of the tea can lead to all these different varieties, but kind of your, your basic sencha has a typical flavor of kind of a little bit of this grassiness, a little bit of this dryness, a little bit of this steamed vegetable flavor, um, and there are kind of uh, sweeter and drier variations depending on how it's processed. So I'm going to go ahead and pour this out. This is actually a pretty leaky teapot. So I have to be very slow in my pouring. Otherwise, it will spill. Okay, so I'm really interested in this, actually. I, I want to kind of pretend that this is essentia. 
and kind of see what I notice. Um, because this tea is often compared to Essentia, and to be honest, I'm a bit skeptical, but we're going to give it a, an honest chance. So looking at the leaves, they're actually a lot darker than, uh, than Sencha leaves. So um, they got much greener when they're brewed, a little bit darker. They're actually, this is interesting, they're actually like a little bit slippery as well. Let me get a smell. Hmm. Yeah, very, hmm. Very unremarkable, if I'm being honest. It's just kind of smells like, you know, wet leaves if you're if you're on a hike after it rains. Um, just kind of the smell of these like wet spring leaves. Maybe a hint of the seaweed. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting this kind of slippery consistency of the leaves. Not sure why that is. But let's go ahead and have a taste of the tea. Um, the color, very similar to Essentia. Mostly yellow, mostly yellowish gold with a, a tiny hint of, uh, of green to it, I would say. Doesn't really show up in the in the video, but I'm looking at a tiny little, tiny little greenish glow to it. So overall, I would say the color of this tea very similar to Essentia, but the taste is what really matters. I'm really not getting a whole lot from the taste. Um, I do get this kind of this more cereal note. It almost kind of has like a dry, almost dusty finish to it. This is a tasting note that I picked up last time I tried this tea. Uh, for some reason, the word, it's not a very nice word, but the word dusty kind of comes up when describing the finish. Hmm. But there is some sweetness here, I would say. Um, yeah, definitely less overall strength compared to Essentia. Um, but I'm actually pretty impressed by this. It's not, I mean, it tastes like just like a really weak sencha, more or less. Yes, very, very weak. So it's, yeah, the flavor is really light. It's like you saw I used five grams of leaves and about 150 milliliters of water. But if you gave this to me and told me it's essential, I would say that you used like one gram of leaves and you know, 200 milliliters of water. So it's a really kind of watery infusion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's definitely, definitely what it is. It's like if you took Essentia and kind of added three parts water to it or something like that. Or maybe like maybe like a third steeping but you do kind of get a little bit of this fruitiness a little bit of the sweetness and I'm brewing this tea for a long time because I really want to give it an honest chance and, and brew it with much less water let's pour out the second steeping let's see 
give this tea an honest rebuttal and see if it can come back. So second steeping, a little bit cloudier. This is actually what you would expect from a sencha. Get a little bit cloudier in the second brewing. Yeah, the second brewing is not really cutting it. It gets a lot drier. It gets a little bit, a little bit dustier. I don't really know how to describe that any further. It's just kind of, but it's funny because when you look at tea leaves growing on the tea plant and you pick them, and you know you sometimes taste them, there's not a whole lot that makes the leaf special upon first glance. So you're kind of wondering why is this tea so special? Why do we make tea out of these leaves and not other leaves? Um, and this, this tea is kind of an example of um, what really makes the tea plant special and that's kind of how it transforms through the processing. You know these leaves are, are very similar if you look at both of them growing but um, there's something about the tea plant specifically that just kind of once you start to process it, once you start to roll the leaves, dry them, they really kind of have this explosion of flavors that I really enjoy. And um, I'm not getting that here. It's just not, it's just not a very special drink. It's not so bad though. It definitely, if you're really trying to cut back on caffeine, maybe in the afternoon, um, this is kind of the best, best option I've ever had for uh, a caffeine-free alternative to a green tea because the flavor is much weaker, but it still kind of plays almost in the same realm. Like you don't get this kind of this raw power, you don't get this steamed vegetable flavor, but you do get some of the more like starchier notes, I would say. And you do kind of get that interplay between the bitterness and the sweetness, but you really need some imagination to kind of describe the flavor of this tea because it is just very light. Um, so I hope you all enjoyed this. If I were to select a tea to replace green tea in the afternoon, it would be this one, but that being said, nothing really compares to the real deal. So um, at some point in the future, I'd like to do a side-by-side -side comparison between this tea and uh, Sencha. Um, so stay tuned for more videos, and if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to leave those in the comments below. But until then, we'll see you guys next time.